Welcome to The Heightening, a place for those who are answering the call of God to fulfill God's purpose in their lives. We are women who are being elevated to a level of intentionality and empowerment to lead the life we were created to live. Please welcome our host, Yolanda Caldwell. Good morning, Women of the Heightening. I am so excited about my interview today. I have with me Dr. Sharice Koo, who is the author of What a Difference a Change Makes, 21 Jewels of Wisdom for Living Your Treasured Life. And women, you know we are all about that treasured life. We are women who are intentional. We are women who are empowered. And I believe our time today with Dr. Saku is really, really going to change our lives. So join me in welcoming Dr. Cherie. Hi, Cherie. Hi, Yolanda. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Glad to be here with you. We are so excited to have you with us. And I am so excited to hear about your book. But before we get into the book, why don't you share a little bit about yourself with the women of the heightening? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me, and it's a pleasure to be here with the women of the heightening. Um, what I'll say about myself is you've said already, Dr. Cherie Bryant Sekou. I am an author and leadership consultant. Um, I work with leaders and learners all over the globe, so I think the easiest way to say it is that I design and deliver high-impact training experiences that create positive changes in organizations and for the leaders in the organizations in which they serve. So uh, I am a new author uh, of What a Difference a Change Makes, 21 Jewels of Wisdom for Living Your Treasured Life, and I am passionate about our ability to not just lead others but to lead ourselves so we can truly live a life that we love and that we treasure. You know, I, I'm so excited our paths have crossed. Um, the heightening, we've been together, the women have been together for about four years, and everything that we do and everything that we talk about is about making the changes or the adjustments or the tweaks that we need to make um, to live the life that we were created to live. So your yeah. book is wonderful. We are so excited about this. So in your introduction, one of your quotes, your first quote in your introduction says, we cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. Mm-hmm. And that was by Matthew Lee. Share with us why you picked that quote. Well, I, I think that there are some misconceptions around change, Yolanda, and that's what I'd like to talk about first because that's why I chose that quote. Uh, I believe that there's a part of us uh, where we have a deep desire for how we'd like for things to be. And for some reason, there's a misconception that things can be that, that new, more empowered, more um, uh, more engaging and, and inspiring life that we desire to lead without change. And so right before I get into that quote, I talk about the three different ways that we tend to interact 
with change, or in other words, how change lands on us. The first is change as calling, and you'll know this quite well because we've met in the International Leadership Association's WLAG group, so you know that a lot of my research is on women and purpose and calling. So uh, change as calling is when we decide to change something in our life in order to pursue our life's purpose or calling. So that's one. Change as choice is the other. And this is for people who are not necessarily feeling called to a work or called to a particular lifestyle, but they know that in order to have something different, they've got to be something different. So say, for example, you're a mom and you want to make sure that you've got uh, some extra money to send your children to school. You might change your career so that you can have more income. Or say, for example, you've gone through some health challenges and you decide to change the way you eat and the way you exercise in order to have better results in that area. So that's change is choice. And the third is change as catapult. And Yolanda, I know you and your readers will recognize this one quite well. Change as catapult happens when life and or situations force us into change. And I'll give you some per, per, personal examples. Uh, one, uh, I had a fire where I lost everything that catapulted me into an enormous amount of change. Uh, medical diagnosis, um, and I know that is very similar to people in your audience, uh, where either you have been diagnosed w- with a medical challenge or you're supporting a loved one uh, as a caretaker, which is a huge responsibility. It could be a divorce. It could be a job loss. It could be a promotion promotion, a new marriage, all of these things where we get kind of catapulted into it and we know that things need to be different. So this is what I mean by just kind of accepting that the only thing constant is what, Yolanda? <laughs> Change. Right? Change. And so we are creatures of habit. So when, when, this, when life calls for us to change, whether we desire to change or we get forced into it, and we don't feel comfortable, don't know how to navigate through the discomfort, this is where the challenge happens. So uh, I wanted the book to, to be something simple yet powerful where people can move through that discomfort so they don't get stuck, so they can have the change they really desire, even when they're catapulted, even when they're catapulted. So, yes, we have to be something different. To have something different. Yeah, I think the way that you framed the way that we experience change can also impact how we respond to it. Um, mm-hmm. If we have a, a clear lens or either a box to put it in or a way to process it, yes. we may find our way through it. Yes. Um, so I, I, I love those three that you outlined, and let's spend a little bit of time around catapult. Um, you, oh. you gave some very specific exam- examples, and one, yeah. a couple of them I can personally identify with, even the one about the fire. Um, I did not know that we had that experience, um, that shared experience. Um, my family uh. lost everything. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea, my good. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly what you're talking about. I think for all of my siblings and my parents as well, we can probably point to that one instance that transformed our family. Um, Wow. 
unfortunately, I would say not for the good. You know, after that, after that incident, my parents actually divorced. So, oh my. Um, yeah, it, it, it consumed, that fire consumed a lot. Um, you know, not just our material possessions, um, but it consumed some of the relationships in our family. So mm-hmm. that, that change by catapult is so powerful. Um, yeah, it, it's a tough one, Yolanda, and thank you for sharing with me and with your listeners that we had this in common. I had no idea, but I'm not surprised because there is a lot of overlap in our experiences, women. Ours was a fire uh, for other people. That's why I gave all those other examples. There's so many examples where you're kind of going on about your business, living your life, and you get thrust into change. And so I I wanted to start the book with that to set the foundation for acceptance, to set the foundation for acceptance, because if you look at change as a journey, not necessarily a destination, and you look at this idea of treasured living, we can unpack that later as a journey that you're on your way to and enjoying all along the way. Uh, we have to understand that there's, we have to just accept a couple things, Yolanda, and that is that no matter who we are, where we sit, change will happen. And so I think part of acceptance sort of opens our minds to being able to see it a little bit differently, not as something that just happens to us. And, Yolanda, I think through telling our stories like you just shared, opening up, uh, I just shared other women hearing our stories, sharing their stories through books, through podcasts, through all the various avenues, it lets us know that we're not alone. Uh, If you can make it through, even if it was hard, maybe I can make it through and vice versa. And, and it helps us to say it's going to happen. So since it's not just me, I don't have to be alone in this process. What can I do now? It leaves, it leaves the slate open in a way to decide how you want to begin again. Yes, and that's, I think that's one of the purposes um, and why the heightening started um, was a safe space for women leaders in particular to walk alongside each other during this journey. Um, You've done leadership development, training, research. I've participated in those activities as well, and we both will agree that being a leader can sometimes be very lonely. Absolutely. And without having the appropriate spaces to grow and develop, your leadership can be compromised. And the reason for the heightening is for women leaders to have a safe space to evolve and develop and grow. So when they're on their respective stages, whether it's in business or ministry, in their families, wherever they are called to serve as a leader, they have this place where they can come and be refreshed, encouraged, um, bounce ideas off of each other. So it's, it's a place, a, a, um, a refuge on your journey um, to being mm-hmm. all that they were called to be. So I'm going to ask you how you, you give some tips in your book. So can we talk yeah. a little bit about um, that journey and how to navigate change to lead to that treasured life? 
Yes. Okay. So let, let me just start by commenting on something you said, and that is having a refuge on the journey. Uh, the refuge is the fuel, Yolanda. So uh, I applaud you for taking, well, leading yourself and creating a space like the heightening for women leaders like myself and your listeners. And because the, the refuge is one of the tools, it's one of the things that I recommend in the book. I take it and keep it very accessible, simple yet powerful. So I talk about five simple yet incredibly powerful ways that you can begin to change your life for yourself uh, and by yourself if necessary, but you don't have to, but even by yourself. And I'll, I'll go through these before we talk about what it means to have a treasured life. Very easy. The first is new view which is all about your mindset. First of all, uh, in giving the example in the book, if we start by understanding that we are not alone, that change is going to happen whether we elect to do it or it happens upon us, and seeing change as an opportunity instead of an obstacle, seeing it for all the beautiful opportunity and potential that it holds, that's a mindset thing, Yolanda. We've got to, as leaders, we've spent a lot of time leading other people. We have to learn how to lead ourselves and mind our minds so that when we see things popping up that make us want to feel down and get that kind of stinking thinking, we rein it back <laughs> in so we our mind right and some of the things that people do whether it's mindfulness I purpose I purposely have a very prayerful uh, life so whether that's staying in prayer whether that's meditation I meditate as well whatever muse whatever your thing is this is an individual thing for you to decide what's what's best that will help you to mind your mind that is the most powerful thing that one can do so that is new uh, view, right? So your mindset. The second one, very simple, it is new do. That's willing to do things differently. Once you're catapulted in the change, or even if you decide to, to take on something new, you're going to have to be willing to do things sometimes like you've never done before, or do exactly what you've done, but in a more impactful, powerful way. Uh, I think about the way that we connected. We connected at a conference. Uh, that is a taking action for us to invest money, time, resources, um, learning about women in leadership, not just talking about it, but hearing about it from multiple perspectives, physically booking the ticket, all the money that it costs to get there across, <laughs> across the West. You know? This is a big thing. Yeah. These, these, yeah, and so people can decide. So people can decide for themselves, and I call it the CAN formula. Based on your capacity and your ability and your nature, decide to do things differently. Put yourself in action and, and don't get stuck in thinking and overthinking because you know that happens as well, right, where we just think yeah. it over and over and we don't actually take action. So that's new do, new crew slash boo. My coach said, Sheree, you better start explaining what boo means. But crew slash boo, these are the relationships. The, the heightening is a place for people to come together as a crew of women, like-minded, leading one another. You can find these spaces with the heightening. You can find them wherever uh, you are directed to go to be in community where you have the safe space to learn from others, to share your expertise and wisdom. I also put boo on that as well. 
Sometimes the greatest change we can make is our in our interpersonal love relationship. Doesn't always mean we have to find a new partner, but perhaps we need to show up new in different ways for that person and vice versa. So that involves uh, the new crew slash boo area. The fourth is new avenue. New avenue. Now, Yolanda, I don't know, but I'm going to stop here. I don't know about you, but for me, I'm from a rural town called Wharton, Texas. Uh, I have had to travel. I've traveled a lot. I've traveled to six out of the seven continents growing up in this little rural town. And I don't know about you, but for me, in order to step into the work that I've been called to do, it, it involves me sometimes taking a new avenue, getting on a flight, getting on a plane, getting on a, 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 you know, whatever it takes, getting in the car, on the road, in the bus, to get there to, to do what I'm, I'm called to do. So for some people, it won't be a shock that you'll have to leave where you are in order to live your treasured life or to live the life you thought uh, that you'd always want to live. Uh, and I want to stop there with, and, and, and just ask you, have you had to relocate or anyone you know has had to relocate for a new career, new relationship, whatever that might be, in order to step into their treasured life? Cherie, girl, you are all on my block, all in my neighborhood. I need you to even get out of my bedroom, okay? So, listen, yes, I have relocated numerous times. Um, mm-hmm. As I mentioned with the fire, we left New Jersey to go to South Carolina to a rural town <laughs> where I grew up. Um, you know, we left that rural town um, in South Carolina to go to the big city in South Carolina, to relocate back to New Jersey, to then end up in New York where I am now. So, yes, I do understand um, relocating to live the life that you want to live. I also want to um, kind of peep your card a little bit. I think I saw you traveled on a boat recently to go someplace that you needed to go. So, <laughs> yes. yes, well, Dr. Shereen takes any means necessary. She takes all modes of transportation to deliver her great work. And let me tell you something funny. You've noticed this. Um, I'll say this. Um, I uh, just feel very fortunate to be able to live uh, in St. Thomas and U.S. Virgin Islands and here in Texas. I was living in the Virgin Islands for quite a while before I met and married my husband. And um, now we go between the two. Uh, We were catapulted in the change about six or seven years ago when my mother was ill here in Texas. She's fine now, but when she uh, got ill, our family had to have a quick meeting and say, hey, you know, we're a small family. What are we going to do to support her um, to make sure she has the resources that she needed? So at that time, we had a family meeting. We said, let's get a place in Texas to um, just so we'll be able to do it. Now, this please, all the listeners, please don't think this was an easy thing. We just rolled in here and dropped hundreds of thousands of dollars. It didn't work like that. I mean, we are regular uh uh, God-fearing, God-loving people, we had to put in work to get it done, but we did it. You know, we it's amazing what we can do if we got to support someone we love, right? And so we, we decided to 
that. And um, so we've been going back and forth, and it's been it's it's been a challenge, but it's been such a blessing because um, some other things have happened health wise that we couldn't take care of on the island. So just having the space here, I don't know how long we'll keep it, but having the space here has afforded us to be able to support our crew and um, and to also, uh, of course, never leave the island, which is where my husband's from, where we met. And uh, I've been deliberately giving myself space to slow down. And that's why I said we may not have the place long uh, because we're in constant change, right? We may decide to, to, to simplify because I've been simplifying a lot in my life. I talk about that in the book. But I've been trying to slow my transportation modes down some because I travel a lot. So I've elected to take uh, buses, nice buses, but uh, we have a great Lux bus here in Houston called the Vaughn Lane that goes between Dallas and Austin when I have worked there. There's some other ones that, that are more affordable as well. And then when I'm in St. Thomas, we love to go over to St. John, which is about a 15, 20-minute ferry ride from the other end of the island just for dinner or to play. And it's this is a small yet powerful thing, getting out of your comfort zone, getting to a new space so you can think, so you can take in God's treasures, which are nature and whatever that is. It could be driving to the mountains. It could be whatever your thing is. My thing is island. My things are islands and beaches. But whatever your thing is, that new avenue sometimes just gives you a chance to think. And leaders need time to, to think and to summon strength, and sometimes you can't do that in your normal schedule, in your normal space or place. So that's the fourth. And the fifth one, the fifth one is new revenue. I don't talk about it a lot in the book, but I do have a section where I discuss it. And new revenue is just like what a lot of leaders like myself do uh, who decide to ease out of uh, full-time corporate work into more uh, flexible scheduling, um, utilizing your talents, gifts, and expertise. So about uh, four years ago, I eased out of full-time corporate work into consulting work. It's kind of a hybrid of consulting and freelance. It depends on what kind of arrangements I have with my clients. I love it. It's afforded me more income and flexibility. Uh, As I mentioned, I travel a lot, business and personal, so that works for me. The book, uh, I'd always have had a desire to write a book, and I'm going to stop now and ask you, uh, first of all, to the readers, to the listeners, rather, I know some of you all have wanted to write a book, and some of you have all written books. Yolanda, I want to ask you, one, have you written a book, or two, or have you been thinking about it? Have you been thinking about it? Didn't I already tell you to stay out of my business? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's very interesting that you say that. Um, my sister and I, um, one season of The Heightening, I think our second season of the heightening, um, my sister and I have been talking about translating that season or that series into a book. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, I received an email um, inviting me to um, write a devotional for a book. Um, so I am submitting um, my devotional. Um, so I will be a published author soon. Um, but yes, yes. And there are Thank you. They, there are other women who are a part of the heightening that have um, a desire to, to author a book. 
I figured as much, and I, I wanted to speak to that. Not that there aren't tons of other ways that we can have re- new revenue. So, um, but I want to speak to that. Uh, a book is a beautiful way to get your message into the world, to let people know what you've been able to navigate through, to allow people to have some exposure to some of the experiences that you've had and how you've moved through it. Uh, I have been talking about a book for years, and I know that I am not alone. I know that it happens a lot where we talk about it and we're just not sure when or we start and we stop. And um, one year I said, you know what, I really wouldn't mind giving birth to this book this year, but I know I'm going to need some help. I know I'm going to need some help. So I Googled. I Googled something like uh, writing and speakers workshop, something like that. And I landed, boy, did I have the fortune of landing on speak and write to make millions. Not sure if you've heard of this, but it's my coach now and mentor, Lisa Nichols. But I I knew her from The Secret, but I did not know that she did uh, any workshops or anything like that. So I landed on this website. All This is what I mean by Action. I should have said inspired action. Uh, I landed on this, bought the ticket, almost missed the flight, Yolanda. And when I I almost missed the flight, I'm telling you, I left my toiletries. You know, we need our toiletries. I left my toiletries in security. That's how fast I was moving. And it showed me that there's a lot of things trying to stop you from getting in this room, but you better get in this room. My husband says sometimes it's just good to be in the room. This was a weekend in a room that really changed my life. My life has not been the same since. Um, I was able to go to speak and write and sit into a breakout session. The whole thing was great, but sitting in a breakout session where a woman named Christine Closure, who a partner with Lisa for that event, uh, she works with authors in getting their books done. She did an exercise, and I use that exercise almost every time I, I do a book event, where she asks people to stand up um, on how long they've been wanting to write a book, from one year to five years to 20. There was someone in the room with, who had been wanting to write a book, Yolanda, for 35 years. And wow. I, I, I say that to say um, I, that that small event which is a huge event, simple yet powerful, catapulted me into a different kind of change. It made me want to do things differently, and it gave me support to get serious. So I got into coaching with Lisa, joined her GLP program at the time, and then I just started building other parts of my business, my speaking platform, uh, deepening my consulting work, trying to uh, get my brand out there for consulting, and I kind of forgot about the book. And then uh, after the hurricanes happened, and, you know, I was in my, I was, we had some damage in St. Thomas, not, well, the island had a lot of dam- damage, as you know. So did our neighbors in Puerto mm-hmm. Rico. We're still moving through that, but our condo there was fine, which is remarkable as well. Uh, my mom was displaced in her home here in Warden, Texas. Um, we just had a lot of challenges. And when I got out of 2017, I said, uh-uh, 2018, I'm going back to basics. So I said, outside of my consulting, outside of my regular income, the, my, one, my one thing, and I'll recommend uh, two books. One is called The One Thing which helps leaders to get focused, and the other one's called essentialism. 
the disciplined pursuit of less, where it asks us to narrow down and really get into what it is we want to do. And I made the book my one thing for 2018 to start, finish, well, to finish, which was a lot of work, and then to get it out. And right at the end of the year, it was done. It was done. And so 20, uh, that was 2018, 2019, I was kind of shocked because that's another phase. After you self-published, uh, you kind of <laughs> go, oh, my goodness. I finished. Now what? And then there's the marketing. <laughs> so no one told me about that part. So um, I, I did about. I gave myself a goal of how many events to do last year, and I achieved that. And this year, I have expanded that. And and I say that to say, had I known the beautiful opportunities that the book would have given me thus far, it's just been a year barely. I'm telling you, I would have prioritized it before. And so whether yours is the book that you've had in your belly that you haven't given birth to yet, but you want to make 2020 your year, whether yours is your business or your side hustle, whether it – there's so many ways that we can get additional revenue. And whether that revenue – say you don't need the money uh, – uh, Maybe the revenue is for your family to support your friends or nonprofit organizations or uh, people who are doing work that you love. That additional flow has a beautiful way of just helping you to be in in uh, in and on purpose and help others with their dreams as well. So new revenue is the five. So just those five are peop- are easy to access. You can choose for yourself what needs to change, and why and when. But you can just grab those. You can grab those. You can grab those and make sure you're in community so that when things get tough, you'll have a place to go so you can fuel up and and have your spaces to to, to get ready to get back out there into the journey. Cherie, you have been a blessing. Um, Please share with us how we can get your book. Absolutely. If you go to my website, www.yourtreasuredlife.com, again, www.yourtreasuredlife.com, this is a site that is growing and expanding. It's a leadership and lifestyle brand dedicated to inspiring positive. One of the first things that people can get is a free gift uh, where they can join my tribe and get a free guide that will remind them of those five easy ways to create positive change for themselves, the ones I just mentioned. I call that the foundations of personal positive change. They can grab the book. They can learn how to work with me through coaching and uh, all kinds of wonderful things. So www.yourtreasuredlife.com. Grab your free guide and join my tribe and get the new book. Dr. Sheree, I want to thank you. There were so many things that I still want to ask you. Um, and maybe we'll, if we invite you back, you'll come back? Absolutely. I've got you. So you let me know what you need, and I will be there. I so appreciate it, and the women of the heightening appreciate it. So thank you again for sharing your gifts, your five tips. And we look forward to not only being heightened, but also living that treasured life. So thank you again, Dr. Sheree. Thank you so much for having me and wishing you continued success.
Thank you for joining us today. Please visit us at www.theheightening.com.